foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. In establishing a worldview and what that is will help us know whether we have a worldly worldview or a biblical worldview. Yes. And so I may be sitting here thinking that I have a biblical worldview and you give me a definition and I may say, oh, well, maybe I don't have one. Or maybe you have a mixture. Oh. You have a mixture. Okay. All right. Let me just give you a a very elementary definition of how the world defines a worldview in general. Okay. And so a worldview is the way that someone comprehends or apprehends their surroundings. Now, this worldview is not something abstract or academic sounding, but it's your own personal mind. Okay. So as a child, your personal worldview will be considerably different than someone who is uh, in high school or college. Okay. Their worldview will adapt and change as they broaden out in life and they have new entities that affect them. And so your worldview can be in a constant state of flux, but you need to have some foundations and you definitely need to have a different set of foundations if you're going to take that worldview and let it become a biblical worldview as your final authority. And we do need to realize that most people have their worldview as a foundational tool in how they function. So whether it's a worldly worldview or a biblical worldview or a a, a combination of, Mm -hmm. of both, we will have a foundation. And so what are we using for a foundation in establishing our worldview. Our environment, our government, our education, our relationship, everything about your life that comes to you helps establish your foundation, which some things will continue on, but they continue on in different aspects. In other words, I have clothes. That's a foundation. I need to have my body clothed. But as I grow whether it's up or out, <laughs> right? I do have to sometimes adjust the foundational clothes that I wear. Okay. I'm still wearing clothes. That's a foundation. But I may wear different types. Okay, let me give you a little true story that I know about uh, on culture being a part of your foundation. We in the West... Uh, sent a whole lot of clothes to a tribe over in a foreign country where we had had a ministry. 
Okay. And so one of the missionaries received the clothes and took it into the jungle tribe so that they were not living in nudity because they had learned of Christ and realized that they needed to be clothed. Uh All right. Well, the first day of the week, Sunday, when they gathered together, the ladies all showed up with their new clothes. Only the chest where the breasts are were all cut out. And the culture could not figure out why we had sent them clothes that you couldn't have the breast exposed because they needed to nurse the children. And they nursed their children till they were like three years old. And so it was perfectly proper to be clothed with open breast. Okay. Okay. Now, we have unfortunately adopted some of those... Customs here. Yes. So the jungle tactics have finally reached us. <laughs> but can you see how the innocence of a culture right. puts something as being a foundational okay tool when the missionaries were horrified because the natives had not accepted the missionaries' culture? Right. Okay. All right. And so the missionaries had to learn to educate the people in the culture that they were in, exposing to them the need for them to change their foundation of their culture. Okay. And we'll have to say this over and over and over because this is the complexity of anybody living on planet Earth. We are living in a temporal 70, 80 years And we are bringing in truth that has always prevailed, but we've not known how to identify it or see the consequences of a poor worldview, a mindset that is according to death because it's not based on the foundation of life. Right. And when we choose to make the uh, materialism, our final authority is our foundation, then possessions are our basis for our worldview. Right. If I take materialism as my final authority for my worldview, then I'm a success if I have cars, home, boat, whatever your worldview is of acceptance of materialism. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So All there right. so there is a, a final authority that causes us to perceive a worldview in a certain way. Yes, and, and let's just take modernism right now. That is basically the science of knowledge. Okay. So for many, and we in this nation have been probably one of the greatest promoters of education. Uh And so for many people, their worldview is all about knowledge. Okay. Whether it's knowledge of going into space, whether it's knowledge of being a philosopher of philosophies, it's the knowledge. And the tragedy that we've done, Sharon, is we spend 25 years getting our children educated for living the next 40 to 60 years, but we fail to get them educated to prepare for eternity. Ah, that's a good point. Very good point. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so we, as parents, and even godly parents, create an imbalance of focus So stop and think if your children go to church two hours a week and then they spend 40 hours a week in education, 
Well, now, stop and think about putting that on a set of scales. Which way is it going to tip? Right. All right? And you said... And which way do they see more value? Well, sure. So they start putting more value on what we impose upon them to put more value. Stop and think where they see the value of materialism and money. Well, we have to have an education so we can go make money. And then when they reproduce other children, what one generation does in moderation, the next one will do in extremes. So you can see how we have just weakened, weakened, weakened the home, which has weakened, weakened, weakened the society, which has corrupted a worldview and compromised a biblical worldview. Wow. Okay. All right. So... Where do we go from here? Let's make it uh, absorbable for somebody who really, really wants to know. Now, I will say this up front. If somebody's listening today who does not have a relationship with God Almighty through Jesus Christ, our message is not going to make any sense. Yeah. Because the Bible says that an unbeliever cannot discern the things that are of God. All right. Uh So we're really talking to somebody who has a relationship with Jesus Christ, but is still going through all of the trials, things to where they're saying, where is my purpose as a Christian? Why bother? If I'm going through everything the world is going through, why not eat and drink and be merry for tomorrow we die? You see, because they don't have an eternal focus. But let's go ahead and just look at some of the things that we have succumbed to in our society as a nation. Now, these principles are also globally applicable, but we're really dealing right now with the world you and I are living in, which is America. Okay. Okay. And so we have the theory or the philosophy of evolution. Right. And evolution used to at least have equal billing with creation. Mm -hmm. But now that creation has been forbidden in the schools to be taught. So people who are looking for a worldview in in the educational years only are taught of evolution. So that means that denies the existence of God. Well, right there, what do you think that does to a person's possibilities for a biblical worldview? Right. If God does not exist... Which might explain why many Christian homes are struggling with their children, their teenagers. We're sending our kids to public school, letting things be taught that we don't believe. And then our children are growing up not believing their parents, not believing God, not believing the Word of God. Well, and we are passive in the home. We're not giving them an alternate if the educational system has, in my biblical worldview, believed corrupted, then I all the more must be determined to make up for what is lacking Mm -hmm. in in the system. Because we do send them to school for some value. Right. Now I sent mine to school for all the values because I did not excel in math and physics. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so we see how culture can influence beliefs and become a final authority and foundation for establishing our worldview. Galatians 5, 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.